Welcome to the radio program, Why Paul? Bringing and interpreting the doctrine Jesus Christ presented through the Apostle Paul. Your hosts are Michael R. Mix, Michelle Mix, and Pamela Lampton of 14th Street Ministries. We are here to bring you the answers found in 2 Timothy, verse 2, and encourage you to teach and share this program with others. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Mix, Michelle Mix, and Pamela Lampton. And welcome this week. Uh, we are short some people this week, so uh, today we have, um, I'm your host, Michelle Mix. And I'm your host, Michael Mix. <laughs> and uh, our hosts, uh, David and Pam, they're out this week, uh, but they'll be joining us next week. Uh, so I'm going to start with um, opening with a word of prayer. Um, Heavenly Father, we thank you um, for um, just the, the beauty of spring that, um, you know, is, is coming our way. Um, and we come to you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ um, to, you know, pray for the Holy Spirit to be with us today as we um, delve into your word. Um, we, we know that um, everyone listening, the Holy Spirit, if they open up and let the Holy Spirit speak to them, they can hear what you would like them to hear today. Um, and to get out of today's message. So we thank you for all your many blessings, and we thank you for everyone that is listening today. In his name, we pray this. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And um, today, we're actually um, going to start with uh, last week, um, we had a question come in. Um, I believe it was like right before our show ended uh, from Lillian Adams. <clears throat> I'm going to read the question. And then we'll see if we can, you know, uh, go ahead and help provide some answers for her. Um, she says, um, at school, the Christian studies teacher told my 14-year-old daughter's class that gay, lesbian marriages are okay. He called it an injustice by Christians towards these people as God made people different. And because of the way they were wired, some people prefer same-gender relations. I, I totally disagree, but I would like my children to hear a discussion on this topic from an outside person and explain it in detail. If you, have, if you haven't done it already, please point me into the right direction. And this is from Lillian Adams. So Lillian, sure, we'll be glad to, um, you know, look into the word and see how we can help answer this. Well, the first thing uh, she said in there uh, that, that this teacher said uh, uh, is that Christians were unjust. So what I'm asking is, is God just? And we know that he is. So that means his word is just and righteous. Uh, when, we deal, when we deal with people that are sinners, we're all sinners. And as we deal with them, we love them like Christ loved them. Christ died for their sins. And, uh, and we should love them, and we do love them. And uh, we need to understand that they're, they sin because they were born sinners. Um, uh, my answer to uh, Lillian is, the first thing I would do is find out if the teacher actually said this. And then if, she did, if the teacher actually did say that, I would remove my child from that class. Yeah, and so, and this also with you know uh, the teacher just um, feeling free to speak. 
of this in this um she says it's a christian school um so this person is an apostate which is um they're they're just teaching doctrines of the devil and of course being inside the classroom our children you know we're we're putting them into a classroom and because of that they they're um subconsciously are realizing that oh this is a person in leadership so i should believe what they're saying so that can get uh, confusing um and that's where they're taking that advantage to um teach the do- like the doctrine of devils yeah in in society in society we're appalled by uh, sinful activities we're appalled by these activities the government is appalled by it then, then the government and society accept it. And then later on, society and the government embrace it. And just because the government embraces it or society embraces it doesn't make it right. Um, Satan today attacks the body of Christ by perverting sound doctrine. That's why it's so important for us to rightly divide the word of truth and understanding and studying and receiving wisdom from God about sound doctrine. We find those in Paul's epistles, Romans through Philemon. Uh, let me read um, Let me read some scriptures here. Second uh, Timothy 3, 1 through 7. Um, in chapter 3, uh, the apostasy was predicted. And the believer's resources resources against that is the scriptures, of course. In chapter 3, uh, 2 Timothy 3, verse 1, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For man shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful and unholy, without without natural affections, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those things that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive, leave captive silly women laden with sin, led away with diverse lust, even learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Go over here to um, chapter 3, verse 17 that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto the good works. This is talking about sound doctrine, so you're not deceived. So you should be furnished by studying the word of God and understanding sound doctrine so you can fight against this this uh, doctrine of devils. In uh, chapter 4, verse 2, preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. 
for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. Hmm. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto false fables. So the word of God so the word of God says these days are coming and they're here now. Yes. <clears throat> and uh, the Bible is the inspired word of God and God God interprets his word, not man. So in the word, what does it say? Or what does God say? What what does man say or what does God say? Which which do we believe? So this teacher is saying what should we believe what she this teacher says, man or woman? Should we believe them or should we believe what God says? And in Genesis 1 26 through 28 says, Male and female created he them. God blessed the man, and God said unto them, Be fruitful. So God commanded them to be fruitful. Yeah, and it's, it's uh, uh, if you have a man with a man or a woman with a woman, they're not able to be fruitful. Right. So the, the commandment, so God wouldn't make, he wouldn't make somebody, he wouldn't give that commandment if it was man with man or woman with woman because they can't be fruitful. Yeah, correct. And that, that totally makes sense there even. Um, that God did not create uh, homosexuals and then later condemn the act and call it a sin. So the question is, would he be a just God if he did that, create that? Yeah, if he's a just, if he's a just God, uh, he wouldn't create, create you to be, be a homosexual and then he'll turn around and call it sin then he's an unjust God. And we can't, if that was the, the case, we couldn't trust him for anything. We couldn't trust him for our salvation or anything. Correct. Uh, kind of like Sodom and Gomorrah in Genesis 19. Why did he destroy that town? Yeah. And, and um, go ahead and read 1 Corinthians 6. Uh, Let's see. Let me read. Let me read this here. Okay. First Corinthians six nine through ten. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived. Neither fornica fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminates, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revelers nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And then we have First uh, Corinthians 7. And, 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 of course, the effeminates is talking about somebody changing, trying to change themselves to something else. Man to a woman, woman to man. Who God didn't create. Right. At their birth. First uh, Corinthians 7, 1 through 47 says, Now concerning the things whereof ye wrote unto me, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. Nevertheless, to avoid fornication, let every man have his own wife, and let every woman have her own husband. Let the husband render unto the wife due ben benevolence. I cannot say that word. Benevolence. 
Thank you. Uh, and likewise, also the wife unto the husband. The wife hath not power of her own body, but the husband, and likewise also the husband, hath not power of his own body, but the wife. And um, I, I have Titus 2.4. I can read that. Okay, go ahead. Um, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children. Yeah, if you notice, it's always talk about husbands, wives, husbands, wives. And that's, that's true in nature. It's a man and a woman. You have the male and the female. You have that through the animal world, male, female. You even have it in plants and whatever. You have male and female. And Ephesians 5, 21 through 25, uh, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of the God. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. So from reading that, I would think that if he had meant for it to be totally, you know, your choice, if you want it to be of the same, then he would not have specifically stated in all of these verses, you know, wives submit to your husband, husbands, you know, to your wives, love your wives as using um, that phrasing. Yeah, it's male and female. Male and female. It's always male and female, male and female. So what the teacher should listen to is the one that created all things or the one that was created. So who do we listen to? God said, teachers, where were, where were you when I created the world. In other words, God created everything. So how can this teacher change what God has created? How can it be an authority on what God says? And if you're going to teach, if you're going to be a teacher and you're going to teach, you need to get into the word rightly divided in reading and studying and teaching the truth. The problem with the problem with the with the with this teacher, it says it says it's a Christian studies teacher, and they say that say that uh, homosexuality, sexual marriages, and whatever is okay by God. Then they're teaching false doctrine, and souls are respond. They're responsible for their souls. They're they don't have a love for the their students because they if they love their students they wouldn't be teaching them in air. Yes. Let me... Um, and, and one thing, and what she didn't mention, I don't... Oh, 14-year-old, yeah. So, because um, I was wondering, you know, what age age group uh, the teacher was teaching this. And 14-year-old is um, definitely the one, the age where, you know, that's that's where they're, they're learning and how, you know, to, to develop... Um, you know what what they're believing in, and if if we put them in front of a teacher that who they feel well, I'm in this class, so I need to listen to what the teacher says. Yeah, and apparently the teacher knows what they're talking about 
See, and and of course the child follows that. And of course, when the child knows that society has accepted it, the government has accepted it. See, and so so the child falls right into that trap. So let me let me read this here. Okay. A man is an adult human being. Prior to adulthood, a male human is re- referred to as a boy. Like most other male mammals, a man's genome usually inherits an X chromosome from the mother and a Y chromosome from the father. So if you chemically take the body down, there's a difference. A woman is an adult female human. The term woman may also refer to gir- as girl. The plural woman is sometimes used for female humans regardless of age. As in phrases such as typically a woman has two X chromosomes and is capable of pregnancy and is given to birth, puberty and to uh, menopause. So, so, the, so their genes are even different. And, of course, everybody else knows what the rest of the parts are different. Mm-hmm. So there's no way to tell. If you have two bodies laying there, you look at the bodies, and you're able to tell the difference. If, if somebody's dying or whatever, they're able to look at the body and tell that it's a man or a woman, no matter what's in their minds or was in their minds, the bodies are identified. So we appreciate um, Lillian sending in that question. I hope that it has um, helped um, helped you out and help you know um, answer these questions uh, and with your children. And I believe uh, Pam, I believe she has sent a card copy um, of this discussion just in case you didn't make it today. Um, she did send that out to you. So we're going to go to break, and when we come back, we're going to ask a new question. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. We hear just be you a lot these days. But who are you? What is an authentic life? The answer to these questions and more will be answered on The Authentic Living Show. Hosted by Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of today's spiritual, psychological experts and will provide her own wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your I am. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What's the difference between leaders who achieve exceptional results with ease and those who struggle to keep up? 
Tune in for Leading on Purpose with Nicole Bendeley. You'll discover the simple practices that are making the biggest difference to a leader's success today. You'll meet leaders who are bringing out the best in their teams. You'll gain practical strategies to lead yourself and others to high performance with ease. Leading on Purpose airs live Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to the radio program, Why Paul? If you'd like to participate in today's program, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to Mix at 14thStreetMinistries.com. Now, back to Why Paul? And welcome back. I'm your host, Michelle Mix. And I'm your host, uh, Michael Mix. Our other host will join us next week, okay. uh, Pam and David. And uh, just just want to let um, all of our listeners know that 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. We are all volunteers. Uh, there's no payroll. Uh, your donations are most appreciated. If you would like to support this ministry to help pay for broadcast programming time, you can send your donations to 14th Street Ministries at 366 Woods Avenue, Newark, Ohio, 43055. Or you can email us at michaelrmix at 14th Street Ministries or go to our website, www.14thstreetministries.com. Thank you. All right. And so our next question is, of course, we uh, today's, um, uh, you know, we titled um, today's program, um, Whoa, W-H-O-A, or wow, uh, with the question, when you die, will you? What will you say at that moment? Will you say whoa or wow? Yeah, we have to uh, remember that at the very moment that we pass, we're going to we're going to say one or the other, and we need to guarantee ourselves that we're going to be saying wow and not whoa. Remember that Jesus Christ, God sent his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to die on the cross, to shed his blood. He was buried and he rose again the third day with victory over sin and death. And he did that so we wouldn't have to say, whoa, Mm -hmm. and suffer the wrath of God, but but to enjoy the blessings of God and this grace that he's given us through his death, burial, and resurrection. Um, In Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We were all born sinners. So because we were born sinners, we sin. Okay. And um, Romans 1.16-17 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first 
and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Yeah, the um, uh, people try to make salvation difficult, but when Christ died on the cross, it was absolutely perfect for our salvation. And the power is in his resurrection. He shed his blood for our sins. That was the sacrifice. And the power is in the resurrection. And when we, when we become believers, when we believe that gospel, that death, burial, and resurrection, we become a brand new creation. And then we're filled with the Holy Spirit. In um, Romans 1.18, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. In other words, they, they, practice, uh, they practice their evil deeds. They practice their unbelief. And, of course, the wrath of God is to come upon them. And that will come. Yes. Um, also, to answer that question, when you die, will you say at that moment, woe or wow? Uh, we have Romans one twenty four where it says, Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanliness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Yeah, that kind of goes back to the, the question we had about the teacher giving mm -hmm. that information. Uh, the, the more you reject the gospel, the more callous you become. And that's why it's, a lot of times it's uh, harder for an older person to believe is because they've rejected it so much that God has just given them up to a reprobate mind. Yes. And let's see here. Um, Romans 2, 1 through 9. Therefore, thou art inexcusable, O man, whosoever thou art that judgest, for wherein thou judgest another. Thou condemnest thyself, for thou that judgest does the same thing. But we are, but we are sure that judge, judgment of God is according to the truth against them which commit such thing. And thinkest thou this, O man, that judgest them which do such things, and dost the same, in other words, he's judging, and plus he does the same, thou shalt not escape the judgment of God. Or despisest thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance and longsuffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. But after that hardness and impatient heart treasurest up unto thyself wrath against the day of wrath and, re and revelations of the righteousness judgment of God, who will render to every man according to his deeds. To them who, by patience, continuance in well-doing, seek for glory and honor and immortality, eternal life. But to, but to them that are contentious and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignations, and wrath, tribulation and anguish upon every soul of man that doeth evil, of the Jew first and also of the Gentiles. There's coming a day that the, the uh, 
the uh, white throne judgment, when all the unbelievers are coming before Christ to be judged, and they won't have an excuse. Mm-hmm. So, okay. okay. And Romans two eleven through twelve uh, says, "For there is no respect of persons with God." For as many as have sinned without law shall also perish without law, and as many as have sinned in the law shall be judged by the law. Yeah, when you say in respect of a person, there's, uh, when it comes to judging a person, whether you're high, high on the ladder or low on the ladder, you're the guy that lays in the gutter or the richest man in the world, they're all judged the same way. Every man is judged the same way, so he doesn't respect uh, we're, the position of the man. Yeah, we're the same. Yeah, we're all the same. We're judged the same. In Romans uh, 2.16, in the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to the gospel. There we go. He's going to judge us according to the gospel. And what is the gospel? The death, burial, the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And, and that has to do with faith and faith alone and belief, and, and not unbelief, but belief. And like I say, when Christ died on the cross, it was absolutely perfect. His work completed it all. It was perfect for our salvation. There's no works that we have to do. We just have to believe. And that sounds so simple, mm-hmm. and people try to make it difficult, but the Word of God says it's not difficult. Christ did it all. Yes. And that's definitely the on the faith part, too. You know, having faith that, you know, something that is simple, you know, that is all we need to do. Yeah. In Romans, uh, okay, we got that one there. Okay. So, um, yeah, so we are, um, it, 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures." and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. And and that's the Word of God. It says, this is where you stand. This is where you, you were saved. And it says, unless ye have believed in vain. So it's, it's believe. Believe. It's, it's not believe in works or anything to do with works. It's believe and believe alone. Faith and faith alone. Yes. The final verdict, the whole world is guilty before God. So there's no good person there. Uh, Whether you're a good person or a bad person, you still have to believe the gospel for salvation. Your goodness, the word says your goodness is as filthy rags. So whether you're a good citizen, a taxpayer, or you have a good reputation or whatever, that has nothing to do with you are judged on what you believe, and that's the gospel. In Romans uh, 3, 9 through 12, what then? Are we better than they? No, in no wise. For we have before 
prove both Jew and Gentile that they are all under sin. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understandeth, there is none that seeketh after God. They are all gone out of their way. They are together become unprofitable. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. And, and that, again, the word says, all your good works mean absolutely nothing. They're an offense to God, actually. Mm-hmm. And in Romans 3, 28 through 31 says, Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. Is he the God of the Jew only? Is he not also of the Gentiles? Yes, of the Gentiles also. Seeing it is one God, which shall justify the circumcision by faith and uncircumcision through faith. Do we then make void the law through faith? God forbid. Yea, we establish the law. Okay. Romans, uh, how about Romans 4, 5 through 8? But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifies the ungodly. His faith is counted for righteousness. Right there he's saying, but to him that worketh not, in other words, he didn't do any work, but he believed. Even as David also describeth the blessedness of a man, of the man, unto whom God imputed righteousness without works, saying, Blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sins. If you if you if you believe the gospel and you're and you become a believer in this new birth and your sins will not be imputed to you. Your sins are gone. They're wiped away. They're paid for. Yes. And uh, Romans five, one through two says, therefore, being justified by faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Yes, yeah, so we're justified. We're justified. We're, we're filled with the Holy Spirit. We're justified. We're righteous. We're sealed. We're and I like, I like how it says, and we have access by right. faith yeah. into, into grace. Yeah, that's why we, we go to God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have access to God. We don't have to go through a man or a priest or whatever. We have direct access to God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's all by faith and faith alone. Mm-hmm. And again, it, it keeps it keeps going back to um, the death, burial, and resurrection. Believing in that, it's not going back to. It doesn't keep going back to works. It keeps going back to that faith. Yeah, you can't take uh, faith. Or you can't take grace and faith if you have, or you can't have grace and works. If if you have grace and works, they don't mix. If if you have if you have works, you don't have grace. If you have 
if 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 you want grace, you can't add uh, works to that. They they're not they're not compatible. So it's either works or grace. Mm-hmm. Now that sounds like that could have got a little tongue tied. Can you do that again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, it is so true, and it's how how much all of this really points back, you know, to ex, you know having faith and accepting um, that grace, just accepting it for what it is. Yeah, just believe in the word. What mm-hmm. what does the word say? Not what man says, not what denominational say. Uh, what does the word say? Rightly dividing the word, of course. And and we get all this doctrine, this sound doctrine from the Apostle Paul, from the risen Christ. And and that's the this age of grace, this mystery, this body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Then we have uh, Romans 5, 12 through 14. Okay, I'll read that. Wherefore, as by one man's sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. For, for until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the stimulations similitude of Adam's transgression, who is the figure of him that was to come. Adam's sin, we're descendants of Adam. We have the sin nature in us, and and we were all condemned. It was as if we were there when he sinned. We are guilty with him. And we need, and, and if we accept the second Adam, which is Jesus Christ, then we have life eternal. And we and we've escaped the penalties and the wrath to come. Yes, so we're going to uh, go to go to break, but we're going to come right back and um, continue with whoa or wow, and we have some more verses to go over to um, check on that, and we'll be right back. Hi. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thStreetMinistries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. 
If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com and the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to the radio program why paul if you'd like to participate in today's program call in to 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 or send an email to michael r mix at 14th street ministries.com now back to why paul and welcome back i'm your host michelle mix and i'm your host uh, michael mix and we're still talking about whoa or wow and um, whereas, you know, when, when, you, um, when you die, are you going to say, whoa, or wow? Yeah, we're guaranteed and, to die. Yes. We're, we're definitely going to die. And, and what, what are we going to say? Uh, so um, we have Romans 5, 15 through 16, but not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one, many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift of grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. And not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation, but the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. Yeah, and that free gift, um, what we were talking about before, we believe the gospel, death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, the Son of God, that's a gift, and we do not work for a gift. If we work for a gift, then, then we put that person in as a debtor. Mm-hmm. But it's a free gift, and we need to understand that. And a gift is not complicated. There's no, rule, there's no rules or, that go along with that gift. It's a gift. It's free. In Romans 5, 20 to 21, moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abound, grace did much more abound. So matter, no matter what your sins are, how deep they are, and how horrible they are, grace is deeper than that. Okay, 21 is um, that sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign unto righteousness, unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. That um, escaping God's wrath, because that's what we're, uh, that's why we accept the gospel, so we don't suffer the wrath of God. He's not only 
the God of love, he's also a God of wrath. And we don't want to suffer that wrath because he's a righteous God. And he said, if you sin, you die. And somebody had to die for that. Some, somebody that was righteous. Okay. And Romans 6, 1 through 10, uh, to keep going along uh, with us on what we will say. Um, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Yeah, that, um, uh, don't interrupt you, but the, uh, that grace that was given us, that free gift that was given us, doesn't give us a license to sin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Know ye not that so many of us, as were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death? Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that, like as Christ, was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father. Even so, we also should walk in the newness of life. Can I interrupt a little bit there? Uh-huh. When we were baptized, a spiritual baptism, it's not a water baptism, it's a spiritual baptize, baptism, and we were baptized in his death, burial, and resurrection. And we followed him through that. And that's, that's our promise, is that resurrection. And our old man is dead. The old man is de- nailed to the cross. Even though we still have the sin nature with us, but now it's been cut off. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead, Michelle. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more, death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Yes, he died one time, and that was the last offering that needed to be. He was the the like that last lamb, right? For that they they had to sacrifice. Um, every know, time, every time you sin, you had to sacrifice. Yeah, this way the sins are completely wiped away, and and we're no longer condemned. In Romans uh, six eleven, likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead in indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Uh, when when we're thinking and, and we're thinking, uh, our thoughts should be heavenly. We are citizens of heaven. Uh, we need to understand sound doctrine. Uh, so we can apply that to our lives and uh, and understand that that we're alive and in, and we're alive in Christ. Mm-hmm. And in Romans six fourteen, for sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. Yeah, you, you don't have to. We we still have the sin nature in us, 
it doesn't dominate us, but it can influence us. That's why we need to be circumcised from that. And instead of, instead of our soul being controlled by the lusts of our sin nature, it needs to be controlled by the Spirit, by the Spirit of God, dealing through our spirit. Mm-hmm. In Romans 6, 22-23, but, but now being made free from sin and become servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. That's a great promise. Everlasting life. So you have the choice, everlasting life, you're going to say, wow. Everlasting death, you're going to say, whoa. And why would someone choose to say, whoa, you have that choice now while we're alive. Today is the day of salvation. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift, again, of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And in Romans 8, 1, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Yeah, we for our sins have been wiped away. We need to concentrate on the future and forget about the past and, and, and the sins of the past. They've been wiped away. In Romans 8, 28 through 30, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. And that's God's eternal purpose, Christ's eternal purpose, his predestination. And we join that predestination when we become believers. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to to be conformed to the image of, of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he de- did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, then he also glorified. And talk about predestination. Man is not predestined to go to hell or to go to heaven. The predestination comes when we, the the only one that's predestined is Jesus Christ himself. That was planned long before creation. And no matter what man does, God's uh, eternal purpose for Christ is going to come to fruition. We join that uh, predestination when we become believers. We become part of that predestination of Christ. We're to be Christ-like and uh, have the mind of Christ. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And uh, we have Romans eight thirty-five through 39. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or pearl or sword? As it is written, for thy sake, we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God 
which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Yeah, we have eternal salvation. There's nothing created that can take our salvation away from us. We can't take the salvation from us. We can't choose not to be in Christ. Once we're in Christ, we're there. Mm -hmm. And his word says, there's nothing can take you away from that. In Romans uh, 10, 11 through 15, for the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. If you want to be a real man, you believe in Jesus Christ. You believe in the gospel. You believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's a real man. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Our, our obligation as uh, ambassadors for Christ is to give the true salvation and to give that gospel out. And a man, uh, if a man is lost, he needs to hear the gospel so he can make a decision. He has a free will and uh, to make the decision, to make the right choices. In uh, 15, um, and how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and being glad and bring glad tidings of good things. So it's, it's, our, it's our responsibility, and it's all saints' responsibilities to be ambassadors for Christ and to present the truth in sound doctrine. Mm -hmm. And uh, John, um, on our Facebook Live, he says, God doesn't see John now. He sees Christ. Absolutely right. When he looks, when he looks at us, he sees us because we are in Christ. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, we'll, we'll um, probably close out here with um, two more from Roman. Okay. Uh, Romans 12, 1 through 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Very good. Michelle, would you um, let us uh, give some information on how they can support us, support the ministry? Oh, sure. Yes. So if um, um, so, if if anybody wants to, just a moment here, um, uh, go to you can go to our website at fourteenthstreetministries.com, um, and Fourteenth Street Ministries is a listener supported ministry. Uh, we're all volunteers. There's no payroll, and your donations are most appreciative because that's what helps support this ministry and this broadcasting time. Uh, so they can send your donations to 14th Street Ministries at 366 Woods Avenue, Newark, Ohio, 43055. And we are happy that to see everyone um, that is here uh, today listening. And we look forward to um, having everyone back next week. And thank you for joining us. Thank you. Now I'm 
You have been listening to Why Paul? Visit us on the web at 14thStreetMinistries.com and please join Michael R. Mix, Michelle Mix, and Pamela Lampton again next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for more thoughts and wisdom. Also, be sure to tell everyone about our program. 